Last time we spoke about the Easy Bake Oven. Today, Mike, we're going to be talking about another make-it-yourself toy that combined pre-made ingredients, heat, and children. You've made this sound really bad, like in a way that I'm very uncomfortable. The kids do not become a part of the end result, the end product. Well, not usually, but as you'll see, the thing maker sounds pretty wild in hindsight. Should we just jump right into it? Let's do it. Straight into the hot plastic goop. Oh, nice. Thingmaker was an activity toy made by our friends at Mattel, starting back in 1964. You may also know it by the name of Creepy Crawlers. That's how I know it. From when I was a kid. Uh, a version of it, anyway. The original toy was made up of die-cast metal molds formed to resemble bug-like creatures. Kids would pour in a chemical mix named Plastigoop into these molds, picking and even mixing their own colors. The molds were then heated to 390 degrees Fahrenheit, or about 199 degrees Celsius, on an open-face electric hot plate oven. This heat would cure the Plastigoop, turning the sludge into semi-solid, rubbery figures. That just seems entirely too hot. Way too hot. Way too hot. Like, even if it wasn't open-faced, even if it was somehow closed-faced, too hot. Like, if you look at the photos, this thing is basically just a hot plate wrapped in plastic. It's so much more extreme, right? Yeah, it's it's way more dangerous looking and, and sounding than the Easy Bake Oven ever was. Yeah, a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> a hot plate. A hot plate. <laughs> the United States government agreed with your assessment, Stephen, about oh, the good. danger. Because in 1973, the newly created Consumer Product Safety Commission published new regulations concerning toys that generated heat. My personal theory is the Consumer Product Safety Commission was created just to get the thing maker off the market. It was. It was literally one of the first things the group did. This is what I'm saying, just like straight in there, like a tactical squad. So these rules meant that Mattel had to thankfully remove Thingmaker from the shelves. Those nine years, those nine glorious years. Hot years. Those nine hot years. Mattel was really busy during that time. They made a wide range of mold sets. In 1965, a set of larger bug-like molds was sold under the name Giant Creepy Crawlers. Mm. The same year, molds for making mini soldier figures were also sold. The Fighting Men set, it was called. Uh, it included pieces of wire so the soldiers could be placed into standing positions. Hmm. And, of course, molds for weapons and equipment were also included. The next year, Fun Flowers were released, offering seven models to make flowers and leaves. Fright Factory made various fake scars, snaggle teeth, and even eyeballs. Oh, I don't like that one. I was squishy. In 1967, the Creepy Crawlers jumped the shark because a version that made edible pieces was sold. It used special goop, which is everyone's favorite food ingredient, uh, mm. that could be eaten once cooked. This year also brought a kit for making artwork with the goop, that, as well as a set dedicated to fantasy characters like dragons. The thing about the edible set that concerns me is I don't imagine that they tried to make a product out of things you would want to eat, like like candy or whatever. They just made the existing thing non-toxic. Like that's how I imagine. <laughs> it's like it's not like you were able to make like gummy worms. It's just the goop is now not going to kill you if you eat it. 
By the late 1960s, Mattel was combining Thingmaker with other intellectual property. In 1969, a Hot Wheels factory set was sold, which let kids make their own toy cars complete with wheels. Super Cartoon Maker also came out in 1969, featuring replicas of Charles Schultz's Peanuts characters such as Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and Lucy. 1969 also brought Dollmaker, Like the flower set before it, this was aimed at girls, and it could be used to create two styles of dolls, complete with late 60s fashion accessories and sexism and advertising. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about this last time you mentioned it now. Like, I think the thing we haven't mentioned is clearly giant creepy crawlers, like they were aiming this at boys was the idea, right? Mm -hmm. Like, girls get the Easy Bake Oven and boys get bugs. Yeah, Man, the 60s and 70s were a terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> At least for action toys. Uh-huh. Well, Mattel was definitely on the ball with this, right? They were, they were putting out sets left, right, and center. But as we said, regulation forced them to pull it all from sale in 1973. But you can't keep a good toy company down for too long. In 1978, Thingmaker 2 was announced. This version used a new formulation of plastic goop as well as plastic molds. This time, instead of using a hot plate, the goop was heated up and poured into the molds to cool. The system didn't work very well, and it took the molds an hour to cool down for play. Uh, it didn't sell very well because of this. It was cancelled after just two sets were produced, Creepy Crawlers and Returning Flower Fun. In 1992, a company named Toy Max brought the Creepy Crawlers brand back to life. It reintroduced the metal molds and the earlier plastic goop type formulation, the one that that worked much faster. But now, get this, it used a light bulb powered magic maker heater with a heat trigger door designed to remain closed until the mold had cooled sufficiently to be touched safely. Over the next five years, many of the old sets were put back into circulation, as well as many sets using characters from everything from Toy Story to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. All of this, by the way, this is what I remember. Yep, I remember this too. Mm -hmm. In 1997 or so, this era of creepy crawlers melted away. But in 2001 and again in 2007, the concept was revisited, the latter being sold by a company named Jack Specific. In 2016, Mattel announced a new version of Thingmaker, but this time, instead of a hot plate or an oven, it was the thing that you've been screaming at the podcast so far. It was a 3D printer. Woo! Because the whole time, like, this is 3D printing. This is 3D printing, but just, like, (laughs) opposite. The company said it would be out for the holiday season of 2016, but by the end of 2017, it was clear that the product was in jeopardy. In March of 2019, Mattel officially noted that the project had been cancelled. Oh, man. No 3D printer for you, Stephen. There is one more aspect of this that we need to cover, because you may be listening and thinking, creepy crawlers, I know that as a cartoon. Well, turns out, Toy Max, that company that sold the product in the 90s that Mike and I remember, it developed its own cartoon series based on the bug-like creatures from Creepy Crawlers. It ran for two seasons for a total of 23 episodes, although there is a 24th like a lost episode, because of course there is. I've got a link in the show notes to the, to like the first episode. And I watched a good bit of it and it is something. I want to read the description of this show to you. Please, please do. So this is the, this is all the description, right? The show is about Chris Carter, a self-described normal kid who is, (laughs) who is interested in magic. 
I feel like those two things aren't going together very well, but nevertheless. I was just going to say that. While working at the magic shop of bitter, discredited stage illusionist Professor Guggengrime, Chris designed and built a device he called the Magic Maker, remember that from earlier, ostensibly for use in some unspecified magic trick. Then, a particular once-every-thousand-years planetary alignment occurred and the magical millennium moment rained down cosmic energies on the shop one fateful night, which somehow made the magic maker capable of creating strange, man-sized bug-slash-magic-trick-composite mutant creatures. I don't understand that sentence. I watched some of this, and I don't understand it. (laughs) Man-sized bug-slash-magic-trick creature. What it's, is that? It's a man-sized bug humanoid made of magic. All right, so next up, I'm going to read a little bit more. Guess the moment where the creators gave up. <laughs> the three creatures formed that night, Hocus Locust, Volt Jolt, and T3. <laughs> <laughs> that T3. one. T3. What is that all about? That's the one they gave up on. They were dubbed... The Goop Mandos. Oh, no. What is this? Because like, I'm reading it. Like, I know this must be some kind of pun, and I don't know what it is. Goop, Goop Mandos. What is the pun? Uh, maybe it's like Commandos, but Goop Mandos. Oh, that is it. That is it. Because re- they all have weapons and stuff. I've been reading this all morning, and I couldn't <laughs> work out. Like I, like, I know it must be some kind of pun, but I couldn't work. The Goop Mandos. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were dubbed the Goop Mandos by Guggengrime. Despite looking bizarre, they turned out to be friendly and okay. joined forces of Chris. But Guggengrime kept the magic maker when Chris and the Goop Mandos escaped from the shop. Each episode thereafter concerned Guggengrime's latest attempt to gain power and conquer the world of a magic maker created crime grime monster and Chris and the Goop Mandos' efforts to stop him and retrieve the magic maker from his evil clutches. It's not good. There were so many cartoon series created just to sell us toys, right? Oh, oh, yeah. All of them, ultimately, probably. There was a show about rollerblading sharks that I used to watch as a kid. What? Called Street Sharks. What? All right, Street Sharks are a future episode of the show. All right, put it in the put in the list for me. I'm putting it in there right now. I think you're going to get a kick out of Street Sharks. In a true brainwave, Toy Max sold molds for characters that started life on the show, including 12 action figures based on the Goop Mandos, complete with accessories seen on the show. I believe this is the circle of life. It is. The circle of marketing to children is what Mm -hmm. it is. And good news, it may not be over because in May 2018, (laughs) it was announced that a film was in the works with rights acquired by Paramount Pictures. But don't get this yet-to-be-made movie confused with the year 2000 film titled Creepy Crawlers. This is horrifying in its own very set of different ways. Yeah, that movie looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. we like to th- thank our friend Casey for the topic suggestion. Casey was listening to the, uh, the Easy Bake Oven episode and said, you have to do this one, so, so here we are. Thank you, Casey. If you want to find more about Thing Maker and Creepy Crawlers, we have a bunch of links over in the show notes at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 150. While you're there, you can send us an email with your favorite weird Wikipedia topic, and uh, it'll go on the list for a future episode. You can also do so on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E. You can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. Until next time we burn our parents' house down accidentally, Mike, 